1: on now come on now I'm sure when you came into church this morning you didn't think that the sermon would start with that song right uh but uh I gotta tell you why we're starting with that song and so as I was preparing for this message I'm a song guy and this song would not get out of my head and so I took it to my wife and this song uh is in my head uh what should I do about it and she says put it in the sermon and so I go to Cody and I say hey no it's church She says put it in the sermon I go, to, I go to Ben, he's like, yeah, and I get the approval, and so we're talking about love this morning. That's why this song was in my head, and, and I wanted to gift you in hopes that maybe this week, sometime in the week, this song will be in your head as well, too, and I, I got a question for you about this song. Do you know any of the other words other than what is love, baby don't hurt me, baby don't hurt me? Does anybody know any other words to this song? No more. No more. There's literally only a couple more words to this song. <laughs> so. All that being said, we're going to talk about love today. We're going to end up in the, what they consider to be the love chapter in 1 Corinthians, okay, as we continue our study in uh, Christian Kakarne, as we learn how to go from drinking milk to eating meat. But as we talk about love, I thought we could get to know each other a little bit. And so I'd share with you a little bit of, of things that I love, right? And so I love pizza. Yeah, come on now. And I really love, that's right, Jackson, I really love barbecue chicken pizza, like, come on now, come on now. Speaking of barbecue, I love barbecue. I love H E B. We've only been here since Thanksgiving, and I love HEB. What a burger! Come on now. Yeah, you attest to that. Yeah, come on now. Oh, he's putting me on point. They got a new barbecue thing at H E B. That might be today. I love Blue Bell ice cream. Yeah, come on now, come on now. I love my wife yeah okay okay I love my daughter and I want to let you know I didn't put these in order they're not in order my wife and my daughter are much higher on this list <laughs> actually my wife is number two Jesus is number one and this kind of love that I've started off with with y'all is actually not what we're really gonna talk about today this is this is a, a love that the world gives provides it's it's a worldly love and it's conditional right I'll only love water burgers as long as their food is good right and so that this type of love, this type of love, is it, nothing wrong with loving bluebell ice cream, especially the banana uh, pudding ice cream. Who loves that flavor? I'm like, okay, that's why they don't have it no more because none of y'all don't like it. <laughs> we're gonna get into the love chapter, and I want to tell you this: the love we're gonna talk about today is a love that we're not capable of giving on our own. It requires Jesus. And this love is actually a love that we're actually commanded to give. Uh, And before we get in once again to that love chapter, in the book of Mark chapter 12 at the very end, Jesus is having a discussion, a conversation with some people. He's answering some questions. And over on the side, there's a scribe that's paying attention, and he's going to go challenge and test Jesus. And so he comes up to Jesus. He's like, hey, Jesus, what's the greatest command? And Jesus is going to answer. He's not only going to give him the best command, the number one command, he's going to give him the number two command as well too. Jesus responds to the scribe and he says this, love your Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. And secondly, love your neighbor as yourself. Nothing is greater than these, is what he tells him. So I want you to do me a favor. I want you to look at your neighbor next to you and say, love God with all you got. And tell your neighbor this, love your neighbor as yourself. Now, you're probably sitting next to somebody that's easy to love, that you probably love. Maybe not, and if you brought, you brought somebody you don't love, I love that. That's awesome, because I think by the end you're going to love them. When it says love your neighbor as yourself, it includes the person next to you, but it also includes the person that's hard to love, Right? And so that, I want to make sure that's very clear. If you, have, if you have the person in your life that you really struggle with, the Lord's like, no, I, you don't have to consider them your neighbor. He says, no, they're your neighbor, and you need to love them, right? And so this love is a command that God gives us. He tells us to do this. Jesus is telling us to do this. It's not like, hey, Brent. Catch you talking. I'm sorry. so sorry. <laughs> I just wanted to embarrass him a little bit. I love this guy. It's like, hey, Brent. God doesn't say, hey, Brent. Could you go ahead and just, just please love your mom, or, or, or do you, do you want to, you just just please, could you go by and maybe try to love Wyatt? He says this, God tells you, Brent, I said it right too, that's a little insight thing, I command you to love your mom. I command you to love Wyatt. Command you to love Jason that can be honorary sometimes, right? Okay, so it's a command. So we know that it's important, right? And this is the kind of love we're going to talk about today. If you do me a favor... Pay attention to the screen here. We're going to play a quick video.
0: Jesus said, this is the first and greatest commandment. Love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second is like it. Love others as you love yourself. So the question is, do you love? I mean, do you really live the definition of love? Are you patient? Are you kind? Do you celebrate in the blessings of others? Are you humble? Have you died to self? Are you slow to anger? Do you keep no record of wrongs? Do you always protect? Always trust? Always hope? Always persevere? This is what it means to love, the way God intended. So the question remains... Do you love?
1: This is our question for this morning, and maybe you already have an answer. But I just want to encourage you to really, really evaluate that answer and look what your answer will be when you leave today. Your call to love, and the question today is, "Do you love?" And so, let's go ahead and we need to open up in prayer. Uh, if you don't mind, pray with me, Lord. I thank you for the opportunity, Lord, to be able to share your goodness, and I just ask, Lord, that my words would be few, yours would be many. Lord, help us to love the way you call us to love. We praise you and thank you in Jesus' name, amen. So I just want to give you a quick little thing here. This morning, I know God's got something special to speak through me to you this morning. You want to know how I know? It's because when I came in this morning, uh, I, had, I had a button that burst on my shirt, and we had to staple it together, and grace of God, Alicia ran home, and she grabbed the sewing needle for me, so we're in good condition now. There won't be any problems, but I know God has something special for you this morning. I know that God doesn't want you to leave the sanctuary today without evaluating how you love he's going to call for you to love so precious call for you to love and uh in this question we need to know what this biblical love means and before we can even get into the love chapter the love chapter in first uh, corinthians actually starts in chapter 12 at the very end i just want to read this to you it says 1 corinthians chapter 12 29-31 says this Are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, do all do miracles, do all have gifts of healing, do all speak in other tongues, do all interpret, but desire the greater gifts and I will show you an even better way. River Valley, the better way is love. Love is the better way. And uh, this morning we're going to get into some reading of the word together and so you can open your Bibles to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. We're going to start in verse 1. It's going to be up on the screens. But I just wonder, does anybody not have a Bible that needs a Bible? Anybody that does not own a Bible? Anybody, anybody. I asked for a service this, and someone came up, and I said, don't you drop it. And I threw it to him. He caught it, and he walked away, and he dropped it. So, <laughs> so I didn't embarrass him. Um, and I won't embarrass you. Is there anybody that would like a Bible? Here. Right there? Okay. That's a little far to throw. I'm going to throw it to Wyatt. No? Come here, Wyatt. Mama, I'm going to protect that baby. Okay, pass that back, please. May, You need a Bible back there, too? All right. Um, Will you do me a favor? Thank you, sir. Way the way in the back. Okay, and maybe you didn't want to be called out like this. I want to let you know, we cannot be your Bible. Don't let us be your Bible. Don't let the screens be your Bible. Let your Bible be your Bible, right? And what I mean by that is this. If all you get from the Bible is on a Sunday morning, you're missing out on so much. So when you leave the sanctuary today and you didn't raise your hands, our Connections Corner off to the left has Bibles there for free and they're really nice Bibles so make sure you write your name in it you guys got your Bible to write your name in it you guys ready to read the word yeah. all right let's go I' us take it first Corinthians chapter 13 1 through 3 I crashed and burned in the first service like this but I got to encourage my brother Mark to do it again do me a favor everybody stand up we're gonna read the word together and I'm gonna slow down because that's why I crashed and burned because I talked too fast so we're gonna read this together are you guys ready Okay, here we go. If I speak in human or angelic tongues, but do not love, or a if I have the gift of prophecy and understand all ministries, all knowledge, and if I have all faith so that I can move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. And if I give away... All my possessions and if I give over my body in order to boast but do not have love I gain nothing amen y'all can be seated I got to work on that my mind's running a mile a minute and I talk too fast so I appreciate you guys Uh, we're gonna work on that though so the question this morning is do you love we know that we're commanded to love we can see in the importance of the scripture that we just read the value of loving but what? In order to know if you love this way, what is this love? Do you love? What is love biblically? And I'm gonna put this up on the screen here. We're gonna find this answer in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 4 through 7. Okay? It says this love is patient, love is kind, love does not envy, it is not boastful, it is not arrogant, it is not rude, it is not self seeking, it is not irritable and does not and does not keep record of wrongs. Love finds no joy in the unrighteous but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. Verse eight finishes with that love never ends. Love never ends. And so if you're a note taker this morning, we're going to break down what this love is to know if, if you love. And we're going to look at three areas of focus, three things about biblical love that we find in this scripture, okay? And the first one is, number one, is what love is. And the first one is love is patient. Everyone say patient. Oh, good, okay. Now, when I first got saved, I got saved when I was 21 years old, it was maybe about a year and a half later, I got a job, I lived in, grew up in Wyoming, I got a job at a Trona mine. And uh, the... The mines. We had a number of mines outside of our town, and they're about an hour, hour and a half away. And we would meet early in the morning at a bus stop, and we would go to the mines. We'd go to different mines, and there was a gentleman I met there that ended up being one of my first Christian mentors in my life. And he gave some really, really, really good advice. He gave some really good indir- dire- direction. He he was very good about uh, spurring me on to be in my word. But there were two things he shared with me that were amiss, and I want to share them with you because I think it's important. The first thing was is he told me. Read the book of Revelations once and don't ever read it again. (laughs) Right? Does anybody know how that book opens up? Anybody? If you read this book, you will be blessed. If you hear this word, you will be blessed. I'm complete paraphrasing, but it's telling you to read it, right? So this is what I did. New in my faith, new in my walk. This guy was such a great mentor. I read it once and put it away. About five years later, running a youth group, the youth comes to me and say, hey, we want to have Bible study. And uh, okay, great. Well, what book do you want to go into? Revelations. I'm like, "Oh, uh, okay. I got to tell you, I was not okay with that at the time, but we ended up going into it. So what I'm telling you, reason why I'm telling you this, it's a little side note. Read Revelations. Read it again. Read it again. Read it again. Don't be afraid of it. It's in our word, right? Secondly, he told me, don't ever, 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 ever pray for patience. Ever. Don't do it. So guess who didn't pray for patience at the beginning, right? But see, this is the thing is, and again, he was an amazing, wonderful mentor, so I'm giving the bad things, but there's one million good things about this this man that was in my life. The thing about patience is this, is if you don't have patience, you can't love. And God wants to love in you and through you. The thing about patience, if you really, truly want to go from drinking milk to eating meat, you got to have patience. And so I'm telling you right now, I believe it's better advice than what I got, to pray for patience. But now I'm going to give a disclaimer. Don't none of y'all come back a week later and be like, how dare you tell me to pray for patience because it was tough, right? Because I'm telling you right now, if you pray for patience, God is going to introduce you to what patience is. And the beauty of that is, is when you walk through and you persevere through that patience, that that, that challenge, and you become patient in moments, because I'm still not patient all the time, right? I miss it sometimes. But you'll find the fullness of God you'll get to experience what love really is. Amen? So we know what love is. We know it's patient. We also know that it's kind. Okay? Anybody in here struggle with being kind at times? Second service was a little more honest than first service. There was nobody would raise their hand. Nobody. I, I appreciate that. So kind. So I want to give you a good example that I had. And, and so a little bit later, I'll, I'll spill the dirt on myself. But uh, when we first moved here to Bastrop, and I'm not going to name the place. I'm not going to name the person because I don't want it to be gossipy. But uh, it was late at night. We're going to go. We're going to a fast food place. Uh, there's a line, as usual. I pull up in the line with my wife and my, and my daughter. My daughter was still here. She hadn't went to school yet. And uh, go to order. Order my wife's food. But I want to tell you how I was greeted. I pull up to the drive-thru. It's my turn. What do you want? I'm like, oh, heck no. Right? Like, immediately, I'm, like, ready to, like, at least say something. But... But I don't. I bite my tongue. I'm like, no, I want my food to be good. I don't want no issues, right? I'm hungry. I really want this. And so I order my, my wife's food. I order my daughter's food. I order a combo. And I say, hey, and I'd like to have, instead of my drink, could I get a shake, please? This was the response I get. I'm not doing shakes. <laughs> what? Not, not that the shake machine is broken or we're out. I'm not doing it. Like, okay. And running through my mind is, I can't wait to see you at the window. I'm going to give you a piece of my mind I really truly and and that's horrible attitude but that that's what I was thinking in the moment but it took ten minutes to get to the window and God was working on me being patient Holy Spirit got a hold of me and said hold up wait a second you don't know you don't know I get to the window and I'm ready I'm ready to give a good answer and love on this this person but my flesh is still my flesh and so I'm like are you doing okay and it was kind of like that right and she, she said, I'm fine. And she walked away. She took my card to process my card. Now, I told you it was a lady. I'm not giving you any more information, though. You don't know where it's going to be. Um, she, she goes to process my card, and the Holy Spirit immediately convicts me. Like, no, you don't know. So when she came back to the window, I said, hey, listen. I said, uh, I know you're having a hard time. Can I pray for you? No. No. And I don't take no very well, just so y'all know. If you, haven't, if you don't know me yet, now you know, like, I don't take no well. So, so, so when she came back, and she, I think she had me the drink, I said, I'm going to pray for you. What's going on? She says, I'm seven months pregnant. I've worked over 60 hours this week, and everyone called in today. Man, m- my heart dropped for a moment. I'm like, okay, Lord, I get it. It's not supposed to be about me. And the shake that I'm missing, I'm mad about that, but it's really not that important. And so, prayed for her at the window. So... That sounds great. I, I'll share some other things a little bit later, but that was like, that was a home run at that moment, right? Like, I, I got the opportunity to actually love. Doesn't always work that way. So we know love is patient. We know it's kind. We also know that love rejoices in the truth. A few weeks back, it might even have been a, almost a month ago, Cody was preaching, and he shared specifically that you have to take all the word. You can't just take part of it, right? That, that it's not all it's not a cart. like, I like Psalms, but I don't, It doesn't work that way it's all or nothing and so if you want to love if you want to really know if you love then you need to rejoice in the truth you might not like it but you're called to rejoice in the truth does it make sense and so this is what love is and by the way i'm going to give you guys an opportunity at the end of service to have some quiet time with god and ask god to help you love in these areas So maybe one came across to you and you're like, yeah, I'm not very kind and I need help with this. I'm going to give you a chance to pray about that. So number one in the three areas we're focusing on is what love is. Now we're going to what love is not, and we're going to throw the whole list up right away. It's a huge list of what love is not, this love, biblical love. Love is not envious. We live in a day and age where we want more and we never have enough. We want what everybody else has, right? We're not content with what God's given us. Love is not boastful. Our world will look dramatically different if we only boasted about Jesus, right? Instead, we boast about ourselves and other things. This love is not arrogant. It is not rude. Now, now, this is the challenge to you. If, if it's not rude, then it's gonna be kind, right? Like, you can't be kind and rude at the same time, right? So the question to you is, Is anybody in the room here struggle with being rude at times? Okay, so there were different hands up than the kind, right? And so that's okay, I appreciate your guys' hands. So again, you can see that we all fall short, right? We all fall short and miss the mark, and the only way we can love like this is through Jesus. It's only by God that we love this way. Love is not self-seeking. I don't hate to tell you, I'm glad to tell you, this is not about you. This has nothing to do with you. This is about Jesus. When you love this way, it's about Jesus. And when you love this way, it's about Jesus, and then you put others before yourselves, right? And then we hit the big one for me. Love is not irritable. Pause, say la. This is the one for me that just really gets me, where I truly struggle at. Y'all know the terminology hangry, right? Anybody struggle sometimes being hangry? Okay, okay, good, good. Makes me feel a little better, I'm not the only one. So I have a form of hangry that's, that's like a super like natural, like in a bad way, hangry, right? It has to do with being in the car, right? I can be hungry and be okay, but if I'm hungry and I've been in the car for a while, it's ugly, it's ugly. And my wife and my daughter are not in this service, but next service they'll be in, and I'm gonna have to probably apologize to them at that service. But I, just to share with you and those of you that are online, That I come to a position in a place when I'm driving and I'm hungry where I become irritable and I don't love. And we've come to the place where my wife tells me, Do you just need to go home? (laughs) And when she first would tell me this, I was offended, like, Now I'm even more irritable. (laughs) And then I realized God was speaking through her, that I was caught in a position in a place where I was not loving. And so now she'll go a step further and she says, Do we need to go home? Um, is it, are are you done? She'll say, are you done? I'm like, yeah, I'm done. And we'll go home and I'll be done and I'll eat and I'll be fine. But how easy is it for us to be in a position in a place where we don't want to do what's better for everyone else? We care about ourselves too much, right? And And I know that's where I fall short, right? Then everything is amplified. This love is not a love that keeps record of wrong. Y'all got a book at home keeping track of the bad things that people have done to you. You need to go home and throw it away. Just get rid of it. If you're holding a grudge against someone back in high school that gave you a hard time, if you're an adult and high schoolers in junior high, junior high and elementary, and you're still holding on to these things that someone did to you, you got to let it go. If you don't, you can't love. You'll continue just to drink milk instead of eat meat if you hold on to these things what it does is it gets hold of your heart and it hardens your heart and there's a part of your heart that's guarded that God can't use and and God wants to use all he wants all your heart and so this doesn't mean that you should take abuse or nothing like that that's not what I'm saying but what I'm saying is is if you've had something that's happened to you stop holding on to it let it go this love finds zero joy in unrighteousness. I heard a message about a month ago. I like to listen to other sermons, one of my favorite pastors. And he talked about how is it that we go to a movie and we cheer for the bad guy? We cheer for the bank robber. We cheer for the, the, the car thief. The new Fast and the Furious movie is going to be coming out. And we're like, we're on the side of the people who are stealing things, right? Now, now that I, I, that's not meant to condemn anybody and don't go watch those movies and like cheer for that. Because it's just part of like that experience. But what it does mean in our life how often are we cheer, are we supporting and cheering for things that are unrighteous that we're easily will just look look away from it being an issue or being wrong of being unrighteous this love doesn't allow for that and then in the third third area of focus this love is in all things it's in all things this love doesn't disappear when it's not convenient see this love bears all things we're conditioned in our world to love until it's not convenient anymore to love until we can't take no more until we have irreconcilable differences I didn't have that in my notes I shouldn't have said that word <laughs> can't get it out <laughs> but you guys get what I'm saying right <clears throat> we're conditioned we, we'll love to a point and then when it's not convenient we pull back this love bears all things as a matter of fact this love Won't throw somebody under the bus so that you don't look bad. Does it make sense? This love will be willing to look bad if that's what it takes, right? This love in all things believes in all things. Before service started and I was looking for a needle and thread to try to fix my button that popped off my shirt, um, I got to pray with someone, and their grandson is not a follower and is really struggling And as we prayed for this grandson, I was reminded of how sometimes we'll put people in two categories. People that can get saved or are saved and people who have no hope. That there's no chance because they're bad and they've done so much wrong. As we prayed for this this young man, I was reminded of how I believe that God has a purpose to save this young man. And I'm going to hear someday soon even that this young man come to the Lord and change his life how often do we find ourselves loving someone because it's easy and convenient and we believe that they're good but the person that is not good we struggle with loving right see this love we can't do on our own it is only by God again like a broken record I've said it a bunch of times but don't make sure you hear it this love is only by Jesus that it happens in all things this love hopes our world is crashing and burning You watch any news, I don't care which news channel you watch, wherever you get it from, our world is crashing and burning. It's a hot mess. Like, that's just the reality. But us as believers, followers of Christ, we're called to love. He still has has breath in our lungs and life in our body. So we're not promised tomorrow, but if we're given tomorrow, we're supposed to love. We're commanded to love. And then lastly, this love in all things endures. That word in some of your translations might say persevere as well too. Book of James chapter one says, you will face various trials, many trials. If you persevere, if you endure through those trials, you'll find the fullness of God. How many in the room want the fullness of God? Okay, come on now. We find that fullness when we're willing to endure, right? Again, it's not gonna be easy, back to patience. If you pray for patience, it's not going to be easy. And you won't fully arrive, just to be very fair. But you should desire that. question that I presented to you from the very beginning is, do you love? Do you love? And I want to give you guys, we've got got some time. We're still good on time. I want to give you guys a moment to be able to pray and have some quiet time with God right now. Right where you're at, we won't ask you to stand up, we won't embarrass you, you're not gonna pray with one another. This is between you and God. We're gonna put these lists back up on the screen. And we'll start with what love is. Patient, kind, and rejoices in the truth. Maybe every one of these on your list you struggle with. Maybe it's just one. I just challenge you right now to just have some quiet time with your daddy. Talk to God. Ask God to help you overcome it. Let, let the Lord, because he already knows anyway, but he wants to hear from you. Let him know that you're not capable of doing this on your own, and you desire to be patient because you want to love, because he commands you to love. Let's go ahead and take some time and pray. you're still praying, keep praying. Don't, don't let me interrupt you. We're gonna add to this. And, and we might get up and we might do our worship song and you might still need time for to pray. Don't leave the sanctuary until you've made it right with God. But we're gonna put up what love is not on the list on the pa- screen here too. Maybe you really struggle with, like me, being irritable. Whatever it is on this list, if it's the entire list, God wants to hear from you. He wants to take it from you. He wants to use you as a vessel to love through you and in you. Again, we're going to take, take a minute or two here, and we're just going to take some time, and we're going to pray about this right where you're at privately while you're on your own. again if you're still praying don't stop don't let me interrupt you we're going to put up the, the final list this love is in all things maybe you're struggling with being able to have hope maybe you're struggling and believing for good in, in an area where you struggle with enduring it's the same thing take it to the Lord he wants to hear you and maybe as we're going through these lists, as you guys get ready to pray, worship team is gonna come forward. Maybe, maybe as, as you're praying, maybe you're sitting here and you've never really truly surrendered your life to the Lord. If that's you and you've never surrendered to Jesus and you're ready to make him the Lord of your life, when service is over, come talk to me, come talk to Ben, come talk to uh, Josh, come talk to somebody that, that's serving. We'd love to help lead you to secure your eternity. But this list I I know better, I I know that there's at least one for every person in this room, and I know there's a lot of us that struggle with multiple. Turn it over to the Lord.
0: Thank you for listening. I pray that the message gave you hope, that you were inspired, you were challenged. And I want to also encourage you that if you'd like to join us live, you can go to MyRiverValley.Church or download the River Valley app for more info about service times, directions, and ministries. And thank you for giving. Your generosity and how you serve as our church family is so important to us. You are helping reach people for the gospel of Jesus. You can go to myrivervalley.church slash give for more details there as well. We'll see you next week.